Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bill Baker. Hey, what's up? It's Jessica. And thank you guys so much for coming and listening to us right here on our podcast. Be sure to check us out Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. on Power 101.7. Tons of news and entertainment, prank phone calls, win huge prizes, question of the day with relationships, and so much more. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel and get notifications when we upload new content. Now let's check out another new segment on our podcast. We have Coach Ron Tucker, Cambridge Outdoor Chester in studio. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. So we were talking a little bit off the air. Um, you know, you, you're also a teacher at uh, Cambridge Outdoor Chester, Mr. Tucker. And um, talk to us a little bit about like, because I think it's good for, you know, kids and stuff to hear this about the importance of grades. Because, you know, I mean, you have new, my, my son's in eighth grade, new incoming, you know, freshman coming in next year. Um, your team, you know, high school teams are constantly turning over, going into the next year with, uh, you know, the outgoing seniors. Um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about like the importance of keeping your grades up and, you know, what kids should really focus on when they're either just playing b- uh, basketball or multiple sports. Um, we could go on and on about this debate, but I call it getting to the bag. And the bag is, um, kids are familiar, they, they, they like that, but it's behavior, attendance, and grades. I said, if you can get to the bag and you, and you can control those three things, you'll be fine. But it's super important, and the debate goes on and on, why are a lot of our local kids not getting recruited? And me coaching the college level is, is 100%, I wouldn't say 100%, sorry, I'll say 99% of it is academics. They can't get mm-hmm. into some of these institutions because of the grades. They're, they're super skilled on the court, but in the classroom, you know, they struggle. And and that's one of the things I wanted to focus on with our team, um, set up tutors. I became buddies with other teachers. Um, and, and I allow being in a school is just a different feeling because you get to actually see that kid day to day. So they know me on the court and they know me in the classroom. So some of the kids I've taught, so the relationship is different. It can also, it's a gift and a curse. You know, they get tired of seeing me and hearing my voice, but at the same time, they know that if they're struggling in the class, no matter what subject, they can come to me and I'll help them. So we had mandatory study hall and also a group of teachers that, just committed their time to say, I'm going to help you be successful with these kids. And that's what we did. And it allowed us to to not have anybody fail off our team. We were close, but yeah. they also understand the importance no, of, great, of not failing off. So. You know, I, I can't stress enough, you know, to some, uh, you know, these kids like – how your grades like right away like even some of my my son's like buddies i'm like you keeping up with your grades like like what like what uh, you haven't gotten in trouble lately right you know and they're like nah 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 we're good we're good and the first thing they say is good but just a kind of a a little nugget from recruiting the first two questions that majority of recruiters are going to ask you one how are your grades and two do you have any film so if you're getting recruited or want to be recruited you better and it's they think or they meaning uh students and parents educate yourself as well you may be a junior or senior and you have a 3.5, but if you messed up your ninth grade year, maybe had like a 1.8, 2.0, they're looking at your overall. They're looking at your um, your transcripts. And sometimes that doesn't always necessarily hurt you because they can see the growth. But if you have a 3.5 your senior year and you had a 2.0, it's not going to be a 3.5 overall. You know, they're going to go by the average and that's what lowers our our GPAs and we don't understand. So maybe an institution might have a, to get in, you might need a 3-1. Well, I got a 3-1. You do, but you don't have an overall 3-run, your current GPA. So be mindful that parents, parents, do your homework. Do your homework. And if the kid is getting recruited, 
um, prior to 10th grade, you, you might want to just take a step back because technically they're not supposed to talk to your kid like you know verbally until that that sophomore summer moving okay. to your junior year then that's when you know you, you can be recruited but parents stay on top of your grades if like in um in Dorchester County we have power school oh yeah there so should not be a time where you don't know what your 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 student or your child's grade is yeah you should always check it on a regular basis that's what I do for the team so that's huge stay on top of that stay on get them a trainer just get them other people around them, positive people that's going to make a difference in their life. And that's how your kid is going to advance and move to the next level. Now, I had also got we, – we talked to uh, someone else recently about, you know, college recruiting and stuff. Is it um, – would you agree that it's better to apply early? So if you're, you know, uh, in high school, even a sophomore, if you find a school that you, you know, are interested in going to, if you apply now, being a sophomore, rather than waiting, at least, like, they can get back to you and say, okay – Maybe not right now, but this is what you need to do. So you got more time to get ready to be able to be accepted. The earlier, the better. I think each situation is is different. It doesn't really matter the earlier, better, because we all change our minds. Adults, we change our mind okay. all the time. So you may, you know, apply to a school. And you, that's your school, your school, your school. And then you may see another school yeah. that you like. So uh, applying early doesn't really matter. But I would start focusing my junior year on where I want to go. And I, and I always tell my um students or even by anyone I'm recruiting pick five schools your five just pick one of the schools that's just your your my dream school and then pick four schools that you legitimately can get into and then go with that so that way it's not overwhelming because this process is an overwhelming process going on visits going to school looking at grades getting the um seven kids are on pins and needles waiting for their acceptance letter and the more schools that you do that for the more times that you're, you're allowing your kid to experience some type of anxiety waiting to get in that school so if you kind of narrow it down and get your top five then that's just that lessens the blow if they don't get into school but more than likely if you're applying for a school early you're probably an academically strong kid and you're going to be successful but it, to me honest it's, it's an individual basis like mm -hmm. you could probably apply early but it's going to change yeah. just like our major it's going to change you know, so just pick your top five schools and then go from there. Uh, as far as, you know, it's a long journey. You like mm -hmm. start when you start off your sports career, whether it be basketball, football, baseball, whatever it is. But, you know, a lot of kids who really, you know, go all the way, they start young. They play through middle school. They play rec ball. They play uh, travel leagues. They, they move up once they get into high school. How important is it to play for those, you know, travel leagues leading up to you know entering into high school you know like the the shore elites the eastern shore aces the you know um the baseball delmarva aces the you know the shockers like how important are the travel leagues uh for getting ready to play high school and even getting you know recruiters and all that like um i think it's super important but you have to sit down as a family and everybody has to talk because it's a huge commitment financially, mm -hmm. physically, mentally. So just being gone every weekend and just, just to grow some tournaments, we've played back-to-back -back games to win a championship. I mean, we might have played three games. That's a lot on your body. So you, it's a commitment that you have to be ready to make. And I think the more, the better, because um, you want to be not only um, – I, I look at it three ways. I look at it, um, who knows you, you know, who do you know, and what you know. You know, those three things are going to be so the more times you get out there, the more opportunities you're going to have to learn more. You know, 
sometimes you're you're in Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, Jersey, and it's like you see the different styles of play, and then you'll give your kids some confidence. Hey, I can play with those guys. So you know, the more the better. But also, you know, that's a lot on the body, especially if you start like my niece is a really top um, star athlete in 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 Georgia now. She's a freshman, but she's also started playing soccer. When she was three years old, imagine mm-hmm. her body now. She's 14, 15, and, and that's just a lot on her body of training and mentally, you know, just, just want to compete. So She's be, balling. She's, she's really good in soccer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Big shout out to Macy. You know, I'm looking look for her to do big things. Um, but it's just your opportunities to play more is just on the body. So you're going to have to start talking to people with um, nutritionists. You're going to start talking to people um, – um, that do different things like Pilates. Just your body cannot sustain that that abuse for that period of time. Um, so it's a lot that goes into it. But I think it's for exposure. People see us. We're on the map. Like people say, well, nobody knows who our kid. They absolutely do. Especially prime example is Indicator. You, yeah. you know those kids are getting recruited. You know all the time. So they do know who the Eastern Shore is. It's just that what are you willing to do? And I, and one thing I would say is parents, don't leave it all on your coach. You take some responsibility back too. You can you can put a film together. I see everybody game with their cell phones out with a phone. You know, take some video before you put it out. Make sure you understand the music that's with it. So you're not a whole bunch of cussing and saying you know the, the bad words. <laughs> right, but, right. But you can put it out. You know, you can you can put videos out yourself and send it. You know, I used to get when I'm coached at the college level. I get stuff from parents all the time. Don't put all of it on your coach. Don't put it all on your school. You do your part too. Don't even your, your your student athlete has to do a part because can you imagine getting your son up on the weekend? Sometimes they stayed up on a Friday night and you have to get him to a tournament, especially baseball because you you know you, you you're going to play a long weekend. So mm-hmm. it's a lot on him, but you got to make sure that you also talk to him about his mental health. Like you know you want him to be good in sports as well, but you want to you want him mentally strong as well too. You know, ask him how how are you doing. You know, and, and, and that's what I always ask my kids when I see them. You know, even my own kids, I ask them, how are you doing? You know, are you okay? And don't, I just don't take a generic answer. So what makes you okay? And then you'll start to understand because it's a lot. And you, you're asking your kid to do two and three sports. Mentally, can they handle it? We just think that and parents, you know, sometimes we push our kids because we want our kids to be the best. But mentally, are, is that kid able to handle it? So maybe, maybe seek, you know, it's nothing wrong with therapy. It's, you know, group family therapy. It's another chance to bond. You know, but that kid has to be mentally strong, too. So those are things that I will look into as well. Yeah, because, I mean, it it is, like I said, it's a lot. It's a long, long journey. And, you know, it really, I mean, you play all the way through, if you're really serious about it, to get into high school. And once you make those teams, I mean, it's on. It's on. And then you got to be able to understand how different people um, react to you and talk to you. And I tell you, recruits, just as much as we're recruiting you, recruit us. So you may go to a school by the time your middle school coach may be a coach that's laid back and doesn't say anything. Then you get in high school, you get a coach like me, I'm fiery. You, as you'll see tomorrow, I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna get after you because I see your potential. So if you're a child that doesn't handle that or a family that doesn't talk like that, you might want to like negotiate. Now, obviously, it's a little different in, in high school because you got to go where your district is. But you need to be able to understand that person as well. Like, get to know me. I tell my parents, you know, there's a lot. As a coach, you're either when you're winning, you're the good guy. When you're losing, everybody has something to say. Yeah. Get to know yeah. me first before you say anything. And, and I have open meetings. I'm, a, I'm an open door type of guy. Like, get to know me before you say anything about me. Now, and 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 the parents have bought in in in, in Dorchester County because. I'll allow them to, a safe space to talk to me, you know, respectfully mm-hmm. and reasonably. So that's what you need to talk to. But we have to talk to our kids. Talk to your coach. Instead of how many times do we get a, a parent to come up to us and always, well, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And I'm like, so what did I do well? 
and not wait. <laughs> right, right. You know, and it doesn't matter. Your record doesn't sometimes, you know, and these coaches who are winning, it doesn't matter. But it matters to us because we, you know, mentally, it's a long season for high school. It's like five months, five months. So we go from maybe, you know, what, early, late fall to winter to now pushing spring. And that's a lot. Our bodies change. It's cold when we go to practice. It's warm now. We're it's mm-hmm. cold. I get home. It's night. It's dark. You know, my, my I gotta get back up. I haven't ate, so I gotta <laughs> right. watch my. I gotta watch what I eat because I'm not. I'm you know fast food. I gotta detox. The kids do the same. We get home late from a game. They want to eat Chipotle or McDonald's. Of course, like, you're about to eat McDonald's and you're about to lay down. Like imagine your body is like trying to adjust to that. So so it's so many things that you do. But the more exposure you get with things, the better you're gonna be. But you just have to, every situation is different. You What works best for you and your family is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I, I've seen you, you know, get a little worked up on the sidelines every once in a while. I, I like watching you coach. It's so, it's so funny, like when we were out at the um, – Governor Challenge, you know, over the holidays, uh, Bryce and I, like we were there watching the games and enjoying ourselves, love watching good ball like all day. Uh, but I was also watching some of my coach friends, <laughs> you know, just to see the like your style and the way to yeah. coach. Like, what would you say your style is? Aggressive, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, quiet or uh, I wouldn't say that, but I would say I'm passionate. Yes, passionate. I'm, I'm passionate. Sometimes my passion comes out in, in a little <laughs> aggressive manner. But at the end of the day, you know, I want what's best for you. And I yeah. can see your potential as me playing at, you know, several different levels. I understand the commitment, what it takes to get. And sometimes, you know, you need I need to light a fire. And, yeah. and that's the way of that fire. But my, my kids respond to me. I, I love my guys. They, you know, they respond to me. And the, the ones that have been with me now for my second year, you know, I got one guy that and you'll see tomorrow if I'm going at him, you'll get a thumbs up. He won't respond. And that's our communicate. That's our nonverbal communication that, Coach, I hear you and you're – you you said it enough. I'm gonna look for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm gonna look for that. You'll see, you'll see not, you know, just little little things. You'll see kid nodding like this, and that's our that's our um message to let me know that I've I've said too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't say no more. So but I mean it's little things like that, but it's learning the kids like my I I encourage my staff to go to football games. So this just isn't basketball. We go to football games and we cheer like it was a basketball game. So we, we want those kids to, to know that we believe in them. And that's our model. You see tomorrow. Our motto is, you know, you got to believe and you got to believe it. It doesn't matter who your opponent is. You got to believe that you can win that game. Do you guys like practice? Uh, how, how, how long does the season go? Like when it's over, do you guys do like off site, you know, stuff do you practice yeah. year round? Yeah. So we're allowed to practice certain students, but some of the guys are going to go. And as AAU is growing, mm-hmm. it's, it's moving into March, and now it's creeping yeah, into February. Always, that's so how they do. Like <laughs> now our kids are going straight to travel ball or an AU type program, so they're they're playing. And one of my coaches on staff is an AU coach. Okay, so some of our guys are, are doing that. Um, then we got individual workouts, um, getting with the football coaches for strength and conditioning. They're going to get bigger. They got to get faster and stronger. So those are the things that we'll be doing. Um, and they got to condition. We got to get in condition. Um, I know early on in the season. We spent the first 45 minutes to an hour just running, and they thought this was a track team, and you could hear the comments. This ain't track. Well, now when we're on the court. Yeah. (laughs) So now we're on the court, and we're running up and down this court. You know, This guy guy I think Coach Tucker think he is. This ain't track. (laughs) And and, and in my mind, I had to keep a straight face, but I'm laughing. I was like, you just don't know. But it was. And, and, you know, shout-outs to my coaches because, you know, I held them accountable, like, make them run and they would just literally run 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 we didn't even bring the basketballs out and even if we bought the basketballs out it was still a running drill that they just ran them kids were hot (laughs) so you know they had a few choice words to say but at the end of the day look at us now and and they don't see that and that's part of you being a coach you being a leader 
understanding you know what to get out of a person you know just understanding what you do and what buttons to push and now i know what buttons to push i know when i'm gone too far or i know when i'm doing it on purpose you know but you got to get to know that person and then and that would be my my thing for like parents and coaches you know coaches get to know your kids and, and parents and parents get to know the coaches you know you ain't got to be buddy buddy hanging out you know these restaurants but at least understand that i have your kid for five months mm -hmm. you know and and sometimes you know, on the weekends practicing, understand who I am. And and I, I, it's not always going to be 100%, you know, kosher, but at least you understand, you know, and I give everybody my philosophy. I have a philosophy on defense, offense, and I have a team philosophy. And I got that from Coach Mo Williams over at um, Salisbury University. He's an excellent coach. He just, big shout out to them. They just beat Christopher Newport, which is ranked 20th in the country. Oh, wow. So, nice. Um, coach Mo's got that program moving in the right direction, and I was underneath his leadership. And those are just some things that you learn at the next level that you can bring. Obviously, you can't do everything because there's tons and tons of things that they do at the college level. But you see the better teams that in the base. Those are guys like, for example, Sean Johnson went to Salisbury University. BJ, he, he's been to the game. So you understand that the guys whose teams are doing the better. Obviously, you need the Joes. You need players. But you also see that they understand how the game is played and played the right way and at a high level. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, uh, of course, again, just a reminder, tomorrow, 2024 Bayside Championship, Wicomico Civic Center, doors open at 515. Uh, you guys, Cambridge Outdoor Chester, taking on Decatur, Boys Championship 730. Right before that, they got the Girls Championship at 6. Wicomico uh, taking on Queen Anne's. Uh, real quick before we wrap up, um, you want to mention ESBL? Uh, I know you were going to have your brother in yeah. as it gets closer. Uh, Gary, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, you guys have had uh, ESBL going on for years. Uh, real quick. Can you explain for uh, people who don't know what that is? So ESBL is the Eastern Shore Basketball League. Um, big ups to all the, the, the guys who are starting their leagues because uh, it, it keeps the men, you know, playing past their prime, so to speak, and keep them engaged. But ESBL to be our 25, 25th year, and we're going to do a big uh, summer tournament um, July I think it's 27th. Okay. And we're going to have, like, we're going to do all age brackets all the way up to the 40 and over. So that's probably the league I'll get in, the 40 and over, if I'm not reffing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you'll, you, <laughs> but, no, not if. You will but, be reffing. Um, I will be reffing. <laughs> but big shout out to my brother. He saw a vision when we were younger, 20 years ago. Um, and we, we started with six teams, and we ended up getting, like, 65 teams. Wow. Um, just in our ESBL league. And we played anywhere from New York to Delaware, Jersey, down south in Atlanta, we we travel wow. all around, and, and now my brother has moved, but he, he still has that itch and that bug. So he's he's done a lot down there. He's starting new um, sports programs, but now we're going to do our 25th year, and just to get everybody back together and pay homage to those who start this league. And some of the guys that were on the, that first league are still around and they're still playing. So we want to get those guys and just kind of do like an old school type feel thing. We're gonna have food, DJ. We're gonna have music. But you're gonna have, gonna have like younger too. Yeah, like we're gonna have we're gonna start with like. Um, Probably like the Pee Wees and all the way up, and then they'll just play. All right, um, so we have a lot of coaches and and uh, you know guys in charge of these leagues listening right now. Registered. I know, get ready because it's coming another tournament. I'll be sending flyers around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so maybe you guys, we, we want to bring um, more awareness also to. Um, I'm big on this mental health mm -hmm. working the school system, so we're going to have some mental health therapists out there. I'm just talking to the kids because um, sometimes basketball is is a lot of folks outlet or sports period, but. Other people, we want to give you an outlet as well. Everybody don't play sports, 
but you still have to have the, the ability to just kind of like, you know, relax and decompress. So we'll have mental therapists out there. We're, we're really pushing this mental health thing because, as you can see, there's a lot going on in our, the country, the world. Mm -hmm. And we want um, to get that message out there that it's okay sometimes to not be okay. But it's, what's not okay is you not sharing it with anybody that can help you. And that's what we want to do. We want to we just be another platform to help you. Absolutely. And you're in the schools and you see, you know, what kids go through nowadays. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like what we went through back in the day. It, it's like a whole different kind of, yeah. you know. Me and my friend was just talking about this. And, you know, the power of a hug or someone telling you that they love you can go a long ways. And and it's unfortunate that a lot of kids don't get that. They don't get it. Mm -hmm. Nobody tells them that. And we walk out and then we we get in there. The first thing we do is yelling at this kid, why are you not doing your homework? You know, maybe maybe they were up all night and nobody just said, you know what, I love you. And and that's one thing our, our principal Stover does a great job. He The last thing he says after announcement is if no one has ever told you, you know, that they love you, I love you. And it's just the power of wow. just hugging somebody and just saying, I'm here for you. And no kids are going through a lot, man. There's social media. I mean, there's just things. And, and we as parents, you know, we want to be, you know, always strict and hard because we want to protect our kids. But at the same time, you got to understand what your kid is going through as well. And and they're going through a lot. So just tell them I love you. Just the power of walking out. I love you. Or just give them a hug. You know, those things go a long way. I knew my mom always knew that we were loved. And even though we, we didn't grow up in, you know, the best of environment, I knew that I was loved. And that love got me through times when I was like, you know what, I'm about to go off. And I was like, you know, I love myself more than put myself in a situation that could cost myself and my family, you know, just trauma or just dealing with heartache. So those are the things that I would say as our kids, it's, it's bigger than basketball for me. You know, tomorrow's going to be a great day for these guys, great day for me. But at the same time, it's a great day to show that these young men at Cambridge South Dorchester Chester High School, they are doing well. And I want the community to know that these guys are doing well. Yeah, no, I mean, look, Sean Tucker, you do great work. Appreciate everything you do for Thank the you. community, these kids. And, you know, I mean, we talked about, uh, you know, your career coming up, you're, you know, doing football and then getting involved with basketball and all that. But, you know, you have a purpose and it's seems from an outsider looking in seems to be these kids you know so that's uh th that's what you're doing and you know we thank you for all you do in the community and um good luck tomorrow it's gonna be a good one hopefully looking, looking hopefully. to see you in the stands so if oh, oh we already a, got our tickets don't well, worry well, <laughs> <laughs> once i'm in a game i'm locked in so if I, if that's anybody tomorrow i'm not being disrespectful not being rude but i'm no, locked you're in doing your thing. and so um and we'll talk after the game. Win or lose, or draw, it's a great experience for our kids. Co college coaches are going to tap in. Um, I've already been hit up by a couple. Um, it's going to be a great opportunity for us to showcase our student athletes on the Eastern Shore, and I'm yeah. excited for that. Now, look, we love you. I love you. If you see me in a bunch of Decatur gear, look, no disrespect. You will see me in a bunch of Decatur gear. Just want to let you know. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it's all love. It's all love. I have fam in Group City, so... I don't know. I might be leaning. No, no, no. I look, might be it, it's all love. It's 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 all good after the hey, game. Big shout. At least I got one one person here on my side. <laughs> look, we we hug before the game. <laughs> we hug after the game. But while yeah. the game's going on, you yeah. know, you just stand over there, and we'll be over. I here. wouldn't want it any other way. You know? and, <laughs> and, and I'm glad I made it through this interview without the the number one question, like. Who are you going to predict to win this game tomorrow? So I'm, I'm, it's exciting. Well, hey, well, who, who let's let's go. Who, who you got? I mean, obviously you're going to pick your team, right? Obviously, one of the teams is the, the team that's going to win is going to wear blue, uh, have, have blue in their uniform. 
<laughs> oh, I know. I know that. <laughs> Big shout out to BJ um, for that program. I'm looking forward to you. And BJ, you know, you got to have Bill and Jess get you on here. I know. Talk. And that's something I got you on. I, you know, <laughs> I, I got to get BJ on. No, thank you so much for coming in, man. We appreciate thank it. You. A- anytime, anything you got going on, you just, you know, you can hit me up and, you know, this open door for you. I appreciate it. Appreciate so. you guys. Keep continue doing the great work. Thank you so much. 905. Going through a relationship issue? Need some advice on your.